0: Snagaholics, welcome to a new episode of Play Games Have Fun. I'm, of course, your host, Chris Jardine, a.k.a. J. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're listening live at anchor.fm slash Have Fun, or if you're listening uh, on your podcast app of choice on Android or iOS, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you guys so much to everybody who listened to Tuesday's top five uh, Tuesday episode covering my top five Mario games. Feedback has been... Uh, on the actual episode, great on the list. Well, some people have some varying opinions and you'll love to see it. I love having the conversation again. If you want to continue the conversations that we have on these podcasts, make sure you head over to either my discord discord.snaggle.club or hit me up on the Twitter machine, twitter.com slash snagglej. I always love engaging, uh, with people who are, uh, stricken, Buy my podcast and want to have a follow up discussion. I love to see it, and I appreciate all of those that take advantage of doing so. On this episode of Play Games Have Fun, I am going to talk about my first three months with the Microsoft Xbox Series S. What do I think about it? What do I like? What do I not like? And the big question that everybody asks me Do I regret not spending more money for a Series X? Uh, That is what we're going to be talking about today Uh, To give you guys a little heads up on what's going to be coming up I think next week's episode is probably going to be out on uh, Wednesday And I think we'll probably be sticking with Wednesdays moving forward Uh, Next week's episode is going to be kind of a news and notes But the primary topic next week is going to be the Nintendo Direct That happened on Wednesday, what I thought about it I did share a few thoughts over on Twitter uh, but I am going to be talking about it a little bit more in long form, uh, the strategy for Nintendo going in and coming out of their first Nintendo Direct in over 500 days. Uh, and the TLDR is, I ain't impressed. Uh, but let's talk about something I am impressed about, and that is, ladies and gentlemen, the next generation, Snow White with black accent, Microsoft Xbox Series S. Now, I have been very open and uh, forward with my reasoning for buying the S um, My thoughts about it You know, I have a YouTube video over my YouTube channel YouTube.com slash SnaggleJ uh, Where I talk about, you know, my initial impressions What I thought about it And the thing is for me, what I want everybody to know Is I did not buy the Xbox Series S Because of the price. That's the biggest thing that people, the first thing people say to me when they say that you bought, why did you buy the Series S is because it was cheaper. The answer to that is no. And that's the big thing for me is that I did not buy the Series S because it was cheaper. That was not the primary reason. Obviously I saved the money versus buying a Series X, which in Canada, is a $220 difference. Um, But that was not a driving factor for me in buying it. Uh, Since I've got the Series S, I've spent over 145 hours in a variety of games. Uh, We're going to talk about those games coming up. Some of them have been crafted for next-gen. Some of them have been uh, just uh, previous-gen games. Some of them have been way-back-gen games. We're going to talk about a lot of those. Uh, And some of the things that I like are some of the things that I don't like so far in my first three months. One thing I will not do is I will not recommend whether you should buy one or not. And if you've ever watched any reviews I've ever done in the past, you know why that is. It is because everybody's situation is different. It, I, it is not my place to tell you whether or not you should buy a product or a service. Um, I will present all kinds of great information to you. Um, you know, goods and 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 things that can be improved. Uh, but ultimately, it's up to you to make the determination on whether or not it is worth your... Money. So let's get into talking about the hardware. The biggest thing that struck me right out of the gate about the Series S was the size. This thing is small. It is barely uh four or five inches wide. I think it's about five inches wide, and then maybe uh you know 10-11 inches uh in the other direction. It is only about two and a half, three inches high um, it does not take up a lot of space. When you compare it to the series X and the PS5, which are both massive, massive consoles, even when you compare it to PS4, it takes up less of a footprint. In fact, when it comes down to the other console that is on my desk, which is the Nintendo switch and the dock, um, you know, it, it takes up obviously more space than the Nintendo switch on the dock because the switch is uh, vertical. Console when it's in the dock, but it it does not take up a lot of room. It is very sleek, it is very small in comparison to you know consoles of previous generations in terms of Xbox One's, PS4's, PS3's. Um, The size is definitely lower here. Uh, It is also quiet as a mouse, Uh, it does not make noise, it does not make sound. I never hear the fans running and it is only, uh, I mean, it's within arm's length, uh, of me at all times. And I never hear it, um, other than the beep that when it turns on and the beep, when it turns off, uh, it does not make noise. Um, the one thing I would say that I really caution people about is, so for example, uh, I have a bit of a raised platform on top of my desk that my monitors go on. Uh, It has about a three and a half inch gap underneath. And the Xbox theoretically could fit under there. The reason why I do not put it under there is because the black circular vent on the top generates a lot of heat. And I'm worried being, you know, only having three quarters of an inch to an inch of clearance on the top would be detrimental to the overall temperature of the machine because then that heat would have nowhere to go but right up into my wood stand and then it would just create this, you know, hot environment. So that is one thing that that it's kind of a downside is depending on your configuration in your, if you're using it on a desk or if you're using it in a living room environment, you definitely want to be cognizant of the fact that it does produce a lot of heat coming out of the top. Um, I find it pretty consistent across the board. I know I've seen some people on social media who say, well, when I'm playing a more graphically intense game like, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla or Cyberpunk, uh, it creates more heat than if I'm playing, say, you know, NHL or, or a game that is a, uh, quote unquote current gen game. Um, I find it no different. I find it generates the same amount of heat, regardless if I'm playing, uh, Cyberpunk or if I'm playing Skyrim um uh, that's just my experience with it uh but that is kind of a downside because i do have to keep it out from under that a little bit which costs me desk space again that's a 5 by 10 space i could be using for something else on top of the desk um if i could tuck it in there but the heat risk to me uh, is just too great but like i said it is very quiet uh i love that about it the controller all listen. I am a huge fan. I am quite on record that I've always loved Xbox controllers design. That is one reason why I had purchased a Nacon revolution to use on my PS4 several years ago, because I love that layout. I fell in love with that layout the first time when I went to extra life United in 2017 and they had uh, Xbox ones set up uh, to play a variety of games. And I picked up the controller and I loved it. Now, The things I love about this particular controller is the the changes to the D-pad is great. I do like the kind of rocker panel D-pad that you have. Um, The grips that they have put on the back and the sides, they are very durable grips. Uh, Again, I have about 150 hours on this controller. I I, I have no noticeable um, places where that grip has decayed or you know a lot of people were kind of concerned that from rubbing your hand over over time that that grip would start to wear off i don't see and i fully inspected my controller before uh starting this recording i don't see anywhere on the controller where the grip has decayed or degraded in any way so very well built um very durable Uh, i do have the play and charge kit that you can buy it is twenty eight dollars Canadian, so I assume that means it's twenty dollars American, uh, which gives you the rechargeable battery and the USB C cable. Uh, I get a good thirty to thirty five hours out of my battery. It's great. It charges up super fast, uh, it, which is also great. Uh, I plug mine into a wall outlet uh, just because I get a little bit of extra charging speed there. The one downside I will say about the controller is the buttons uh, are quite loud. So that is the rocker panel d-pad and the buttons the triggers are great the triggers are quiet but the face buttons and the the d-pad or the d-disc as i've seen some people call it which i kind of like um i do find it quite loud and again that's coming from you know, Having a, a relatively expensive third-party controller that I used on PS4 in the, the Nacon, which in its own right had a little bit of noise associated with its use, but I, I just find the D-pad and the face buttons sometimes are just a little too loud. Um, again, that's being a uh, curmudgeon old man and not liking noise. Uh, But overall, hardware-wise, it's great. It's sleek. It's wonderful. Uh, It looks good. Uh, It works good. It sits on the desk nicely. Uh, Like I said, I do have a a little bit of issues with the heat. I do have a little bit of issues with the loudness of the controller. But overall, the hardware for me has been fantastic. Let's talk about the interface. And uh, two things that I have uh, either been concerned about or... uh, did not enjoy in the beginning the first of which was the interface so again i'm a playstation guy the interface was left to right it was relatively easy to use i commented early on and some people really kind of came back at me about it of i wasn't really enjoying the xbox interface in the beginning but i have to say after using it for three months I, i i am enjoying it now I I like the customizable nature of the Xbox interface. Um, I I do think that sometimes it is a little overwhelming, especially when you go to the slide-out dock menu, and there's five different options along the top, and another five different options along the bottom, and there's five different options up and down. Um... But again, the interface itself is—it's very customizable. I like the the idea that I can customize my own panels, uh, put things where I want to see them. So if I want to see, you know, the store higher or lower, I can do that. If I want to see the Game Pass tab, if there's a particular game I want to unpin or pin, um, again, a lot of people said, "Listen, you know, give it some time and um, you'll love it." I, you know, I definitely am not to the place where I love it, but I'm definitely a little more positive on it than i was in the beginning Um, i've gotten a little bit used to it Uh, again i don't spend a whole heck of a lot of time in the menus and the dashboard i mean i I turn it on i'm gonna play the darn game Uh, so you know from that perspective i think it's been uh you know taking some getting used to but i i definitely do like the customizability of it Uh, the other thing that a lot of people were concerned about the, the whole premise of people not wanting to buy the Series S was the hard drive space. The Xbox Series S comes with 384 available gigabytes of storage out of the box. Now, I will sit here and say, in the way that I play games, storage space has not been an issue not a single time. I have had anywhere from four to seven games installed on this thing at all times. Um, now, to be fair, I have downloaded games that I am playing. I finish them and then I uninstall them when I am done. Um, so for example, I downloaded cyberpunk. I played it as far as I was going to play it. Uh, I, I beat it. I, I backed up my files to the cloud and then Uh, Actually, I don't think I've removed Cyberpunk, but you you get the idea, right? I will remove it from my console and install a game that I'm going to play at the time. But, you know, again, I've had Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, Cyberpunk, Hitman, uh, NHL, PGA, NBA, all installed at the same time and have made it work. You do... Again, if you are a person like I was on PS4... Now, on PlayStation 4, I had upgraded it to have a 2 terabyte hard drive. And, uh, again, I was a game hoarder. I would download games through the PS Plus. I would download games that were free. I would download... I mean, I'm sure... If I turned it on right now, I still have MLB The Show 17, 18, 19, and 20 all downloaded and installed. Probably three versions of NHL, two versions of Madden, uh, Skyrim, uh, you know, it, like everything else under the sun I have downloaded and installed. Um, you cannot do that with the Xbox Series X, or S. You can't really do it with the X either because it only has a terabyte, but still. Um, you cannot be a game hoarder. Um on the plus side, the download speeds are fantastic. Um, comp- comparing the PlayStation, which has had so many publicized issues over the years with download speeds, install times, file copying. Um, th- none of those exist on Xbox at all. Download speeds are snappy at all times. Um, you know, I had uninstalled NBA for a little while because I wasn't really playing it and it takes up 102 gigs. Um, I re-downloaded it uh, the other day, I started it before lunch, I went for a walk with my dog, I came back, I ate my lunch, and it was done. Installed, ready to go, less than an hour, it was wonderful. Um, It's very snappy to download. So, yes, the hard drive space is an issue. It is going to be an issue. As time goes on, and bigger, better games come out, uh, you know, you're looking at a game like Valhalla, that was, I think, uh, 50 gigs cyberpunk was pushing 80 nba was a hundred um i think hitman even is 24 25 gigs it might even be more than that um so you know there is there is some hard drive space juggling to do but for if for someone like me who i play a few games at a time i start them i try to finish them i move on from them and 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 re-rinse and repeat it has not been an issue thus far um Now let's talk about games and performance. So the list of games I have played to this point so that you guys have it for reference. I have played Assassin's Creed Valhalla for about 50 hours. I played Cyberpunk for over 50 hours. I have about 30 hours into NBA. I have about 15 hours into Hitman. Um, I have probably 40, 30 hours I would say into PGA. I have maybe 5 hours into NHL and I played Skyrim for probably 4 hours. Those are the games I have played primarily uh since the console has come out. And again, a lot of people made you know what sort of performance compromises are you making by taking the Series S? Now, again, I don't have a 4K TV or a 4K monitor. I play it on a 32-inch FHD curved monitor uh, that has 165 hertz refresh rate, a 1 millisecond response time, it's running obviously through HDMI, Um, and I've had absolutely no issues, cyberpunk aside, but those issues were in cyberpunk and not necessarily in, um, in the Xbox itself. But I've shared numerous screenshots from Valhalla and from Cyberpunk and from Hitman and from NBA uh, and from PGA uh, you know, on my Instagram and on Twitter. And just to showcase how good these games look. Now, I would get it if you have a 4K TV and you're missing out on the ability to run it 4K because you need a Series X or PS5 to do that. I completely understand. I don't have a 4K TV. I have... The monitor that I just explained, which I love. Um, and these games to me look beautiful. Valhalla was beautiful. Cyberpunk, for what it was, had some really beautiful views. NBA looks great. Hitman was a fantastic looking game. Uh, I love the the subtleness that, that PGA and NHL looks better. Um, Skyrim loads from clicking the button to in the world in literally like six seconds. Uh, which is just insane when you consider that, you know, on, uh, the original console that it came out on, on PS3, it took over a minute, even on PS4, it would take 25 seconds. Uh, I can literally turn this thing on and then I, I I click Skyrim and I'm playing within, within 10 seconds and it's insane. Um, again, to me, uh, I have never once said to myself, man, like the performance is just not good in these games. I have not said that. Um, Now, I'm not a graphics snob by any stretch of the imagination. I don't sit and judge people for what resolution they play at or, you know, things of that nature. I mean, heck, I spend a lot of my gaming time on the Switch. Um, So, you know, for me, graphics are important, but they're not number one. I, I don't sit and nitpick about them all. Um, But again, the Series S, I think for something that a lot of people were concerned about, which was performance, uh, I think a lot of those concerns were unfounded. Uh, And just a lot of being, well, it's not the biggest and best, so it's got to be not good. And I, I, I could tell you that is not the case. So let's now get into the question that I posed at the very beginning of the podcast. Do I regret not spending more money and buying an Xbox Series X? And I'll, I'll, I will tell you, at certain points in the last three months, I have considered that exact question. Whether or not I should buy an X and then move the S into one of my kids' uh, playrooms. Um, you know, but to answer the question point, like, the answer is no. At no point have I ever said, Man, I wish I would have spent more money and got the X. It hasn't happened. The S has done exactly what I wanted it to do. Allow me to play next-gen games on the hardware that I have, uh, in a manner that works for me, In you know, in, and enjoy next-gen games. Now, we're still very early in the life cycle, so obviously when we actually start getting some next-gen games out, that could change. You know, I could definitely see a scenario where maybe a year from now, the S is is not holding up its weight when we get some newer, bigger, better, more graphically intensive games. But in the first three months, at no point have I ever, ever regretted not spending the extra money for an X. And again, I could have. But for me, the S was exactly what I wanted. It was small. It was sleek. uh, It would allow me to play the games. Uh... Again, you know, I was able to take that that extra money and put it into playing games that normally I would not have played, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like Hitman, uh, which I have absolutely enjoyed. Both of those games a tremendously large amount. Um, again, this the Xbox Series S is not perfect; it has its faults, and a lot of the faults that you can point to in terms of hard drive space in terms of not having 4k those can be rectified by buying a series x so if you absolutely need 4k gaming or if you're absolutely worried that an extra 500 gigs of hard drive space is the is make or break for you then yeah absolutely you're going to want to get a series x but if you're looking for next gen gaming at a more affordable price um, you know but still be able to enjoy some great cool new games Um, again, the Xbox Series S, that's why I picked it up. So for me, uh, you know, in terms of wins and losses, I definitely would chalk up the Xbox Series S as a W in my life in the first three months of its existence. Uh, it, it has been responsible for breathing fresh air into my gaming life. It has rejuvenated me on playing video games again. Uh, and I, you know, I love it for that but overall it has just been a well-built well-performing console that yes it has a couple of issues you know like i said it runs hot um the hard drive space can be a problem the user interface for a non-microsoft person is a little bit hard to get used to but other than that i mean everything about it has been absolutely great i love it uh and that's gonna bring it into this episode guys thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast Uh, Again, if you're listening at anchor.fm slash Fun or on your podcast, Apple Choice, and Android or iOS, I appreciate your ear holes. Thank you very, very, very much. Again, if you want to continue the conversation, reach out to me on Twitter, twitter.com slash snagglej or discord.snaggle.club. And I'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Play Games. Have fun. Until next time, peace.